This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll receive a risk-free bet of up to 500 bucks. Terms and conditions do apply, so go get the details at winnbet.com and download the app today. And we're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to a $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up at UnderdogFantasy.com with promo code SGPN to receive a free $25 entry to use in Best Ball Mania 2 for a chance to win a million dollars. And, of course, do not forget to download the SGPN app in the App Store or Google Play Store. Welcome back, DGENs, for the Rocket Mortgage DFS Embedding Podcast. It's your boy, Boston Capper, with the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer. Steve, you ready? Oh, of course I am. I've uh, been trying to beat the heat up here in the Northeast. But uh, other than that, yeah, I guess I'm ready to break down this uh, middle-of-the-road mediocre putting contest that uh, is going to be impossible to handicap for everybody. Listen, man, uh, it is what it is, right? Like, uh, we, we play the cards with dealt, right? So uh, we'll, we'll make the best of it. It'll be a good tournament. Um, feels not as bad as I feel like it typically is, not including last year, obviously. Uh, but, yeah, man, uh, yeah, you guys have been getting murdered up there with the heat. I mean, this I is know. like, this is keep the old people inside northeast weather. Like, uh, the window units aren't cutting it right now. I think it's actually cooler down where you Oh, it is. Oh, it absolutely. Yeah. It was like it was like 85 today. Yeah, I know. It's 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 pretty ridiculous around here. Yeah, this global warming thing, if it keeps Florida cool, listen, sorry for my grandkids, but uh, it's pretty nice in June when I'm not just step outside and sweating my dick off. So it's mm-hmm. very nice. Yeah, no, it's going to be nice when uh, Lake Ontario ends up flooding and <laughs> rising five feet. And then, yeah, my house is gone. So there we go. Listen, dude, I live like five miles from the beach. Like, I, I'm, like, yeah, I get right. it. Rising fine. tides were fucked. Fine, let's move to the Rocky Mountains where we can still record this podcast. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Let's All right, well, it. enough of the chit-chat. <laughs> enough of the pleasantries. Let's get into this tournament. So I kind of gave a very abbreviated uh, preview of this tournament on Sunday. And I stand by everything I said. Like, you know, I I think like for us, it's a very cool golf course. But like for these PGA Tour pros, they're going to rip this place apart. We've seen the last two years and there's just not a lot of defenses. So um, before I get into expand a little bit on that, I want to ask you, Boston Capper, you've had two days kind of digest all this stuff. What are you looking at? You know, what are some of your strategies coming in? I mean, it's pretty fucking wide open, man. Like, uh, I, I started Sunday night thinking uh, because of last year and Bryson that I wanted to look at bombers, um, just to bomb and gouge it. But I quickly went away from that after looking at the leaderboard and looking at some other stuff. I can't remember who put it out. It might have been Mayo as far as, like, uh, top 10 uh, off the tee. Um, you know, I mean, dude, Jesus Christ, I think it had the longest driving distance, like, average Last year, it was like over like 306 or 307 for the whole tournament. Uh, so it's like everybody gets out there. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, I think anybody can win. Uh, I'm I'm really just looking for, I'm looking for somebody who, I like volatile players this week. Somebody I can catch a good number on uh, as far as betting goes. Uh, and some, there's really not a ton of pivots in here uh, for DFS because everything's so spread out for the most part other than like maybe a handful of guys. Uh, I want good putters and I don't give a shit about around the green because the greens are so goddamn big. What did you say? The greens of regulation was I mean, there, yeah, 76%. It's, it's not that the greens are big. It's the fact that guys have wedges into all these greens and they're usually pretty soft. So whenever you have a scoring club in hand, you're going to be hitting a lot. Yeah, of greens. 76%. Yeah. Yeah, it's I'm, I'm 73, about, 73%. That's very yeah, high. Yeah. I'm not worried about 27% scrambling. Like, 
if you suck around the green, I'm not sweating you this week. Like, uh, so that's pretty much what I've staggered. I mean, that's about it, man. The, when I, I completely, I literally think I took it down to like 2% for around the green when I built my bottle. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, it's kind of funny that everyone's kind of obsession about the bombers. I think it's just because of Bryson and Matthew Wolf last year. But if yeah. you look at the rest of that top 10, it's definitely not bombers. And if you look at 2019, it is certainly not bombers. I'm no, trying to no. fly the bomber there. It's like Joaquin Neiman and Sepp Strzok and that's it. So, and the reason why this is not really a bombers paradise and it gives these shorter hitters a little bit of chances because everything is literally right in front of the guy. And when you're a very accurate player, it just sets everything dead straight. Balls is not going to run through the fairway into the rough. You know, it's just, it's, it's, it, there's a lot of like the tight tree lines kind of gives these guys sight lines. It's a shorter course where if they keep in the fairway, which they do often here, they have scoring clubs in the can. Like if you're one of those types of players, you know, you gotta be looking at your chops this week. So it, I think it's kind of presented a little bit of a opportunity to maybe push down some ownership and popularity on some guys who actually are better course fits here. So that's been pretty good while everybody's kind of just obsessing about the bomber narrative. And I'm not, I'm not saying that doesn't work. It definitely can work, but you also can get in a lot of trouble if you spray it everywhere. Like, I mean, Scotty Scheffler was awful last year. He sprayed it everywhere. EVR sprayed it everywhere and he's a long hitter too. So, um, but the one thing I want to really focus on, and this is playing with fire because putting is such a volatile statistic, but it seems like that's really all that matters here the last two years. So if you look at the last year's leaderboard of the top 10 putters, in the 2020 tournament, five of them finished inside the top 10. Only one guy who finished in the top 10 in strokes gain approach ended up finishing inside the top 10 in the leader on the leaderboard. And then go back to 2019, 10 of the top 15 putters in that tournament finished inside the top 20 that week. Only five guys who were in the top 15 strokes gain approach finished inside the top 20. So hmm. it really comes down to this. Like when you get a tournament like this where everybody's in the fairway, they got wedges, it shrinks the gap between the premier ball strikers and the worst ones. I mean, for God's sakes, like, yes, Bryson bomb and gouge this place to death, but he lost, he lost strokes on approach. So, and, and you just hit everything under the sun. So it really comes down to like, this is going to be a putting contest. This is going to be a winning score between minus 20, minus 25. And I think you got to ask yourself if you want to bet on somebody to win this tournament, like, can they really get to that level? Are they going to make enough putts over the, over the course of four days to actually get to that place? Or are you going to want someone in, you know, who is very volatile, might miss the cut by a mile, but if they find, if they have lights out putting for three days, like they're going to be right in the mix. Yeah. And that's it. Right. I mean, so that's why I'm off of Keegan this week. And not only the fact that, you know, I put him on the boat last week, like, he is not gaining that many strokes fucking putting in a, in a weekend. Same thing with Cebu. I mean, I feel like he maybe can, but like, I'm, yeah. Like, like, like what is their realistic ceiling? That's what at I'm a saying. Type of event like this, like yeah. T 16. Yeah. 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 So like when the cut line is going to be like minus four or something like, yeah, if you have one bad putting day, it's a wrap, you're dude. pretty much out. Yeah. So it's a wrap. All right, so we already touched about the weather report. It's been raining a lot the last oh. couple of days. The weather, the golf course will be very soft. The greens will be very receptive. I, I don't think that's really going to make it like a bomber's paradise because this is not a very long golf course to begin with. So I think it'll be fine. Um, it's 7,300 yards, but it's par 72. So that's not long for a par 72 standards. No. So I think, why I you think we got a confused look on your face. Well, I'm looking at something else right now, but, but just just move on. It, it's, 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 thanks for. Uh, well, it's, well, no, it's for, it's for it's for one of the ad reads. I was just looking at something because I was like, oh, oh shit, I don't have something up, and I pulled it okay. up, and 
now I'm scrambling. Thanks. All right, now, now let's pull the uh, the curtain uh, <laughs> forward and uh, keep talking. So why don't we get to ownership then? Yes. So while while you figure out how to pay the bills while I talk about this. All right. So above ten thousand dollars, the big favorites, Bryson. I think everybody is just going with the narrative of yeah, bombers work here and they're not afraid to pay up the eleven four. I understand it. I mean, it's we'll talk about him later, and I totally get it. Like, mm-hmm. it, but he's twenty four percent ownership at the highest price. So, I mean, he, he literally been, he has to win. Yes, he does. I mean, he but has chalk has been hitting consistently lately, and probably people are feeling pretty good about themselves. God, can't wait for that to stop. All right. Well, Patrick Reed is also nineteen percent. He's second highest owned in this range. I mean, I, I think we talked about him on Sunday that the ball striking's actually been really good. The putter has been very good. If he can just kind of get, you know, get that going. I mean, he can be a force here. Um, Webb's getting a little bit of steam lately. Hideki and Zalatoris, they're both like. 13% and they're, you know, it's double digits, but of those top guys, you're not getting as much ownership. You know, we'll talk about them in a little bit. $9,000 range. Uh, Jason Kokrak. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, I already know you're going to be eating the chalk with him. Yep. All day. Yep. We'll, we'll I'll have you justify that decision. Uh, Joaquin Neiman is also getting a lot of ownership. He's been playing really mediocre lately, but he's played well here. He plays well these types of tracks, too. Uh, the only guys really not getting ownership in the 9,000-hour range are Sungjae, Bubba, and Keegan. So All for good reason. Know. Yeah, I mean, I think people are maybe a little mad at Bubba after what happened last week. Well, yeah, dude. I mean, I, I mean if, if, if you were on Twitter uh, for Sunday... Like the people who just got absolutely just annihilated in their DFS and their betting on the, just from those last five holes. Like, yeah, that's going to leave a Mac. But I mean, this isn't a Bubba track. Fuck that. I'm not playing them in. Uh, well, spoiler alert. But all right, $8,000 range. Uh, it's pretty spread out. I mean, not the only guy who the highest owned guy, according to this, is our fantasy nationals, Cameron Tringali, but only at 15.7%. It's just pretty spread out. I mean, you got. Um, well, Charlie Hoppins no longer in the tournament. He's at 11. Yep. percent That's going to move. But Gary yeah. Woodland, Gary Woodland's 12. Kisner's 11. percent Max Homa's 14.5. percent Garrick Hago's 12. percent Emiliano Grillo's 12. percent So yeah, I mean, it's just, it, a lot of people are that's picking and choosing here. It's 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 like uh, it's like Ponderosa buffet. You know, kind yeah. of get a little bit of everything. Yeah. Uh, the only guys really not drawing ownership. Uh, Ricky. Seven no. percent. Uh, Jason Day, maybe because they feel bad about how slow he was moving last week. How could you ever like he could barely pick up the ball by the my Sunday? How yeah. the fuck could you put him in your lineup? There's a there's a W there's a WD coming and it, it might yeah. it, it it might be coming. Um, Phil Mickelson's not going to love at this price and see Wu Kim as we talked about. I think people are kind of burned after what happened last week too. Yeah, which means, uh, which so, means I need to need to go bet him. Uh, We'll talk about it. Maybe I can talk okay. you off. Okay, good. All right, seven thousand dollars range. Nobody really, nobody's above fifteen percent here. Uh, we got Doc Redman at about twelve, Maverick McNeely at twelve, Sepp Strzok at just under fifteen. Uh, he's at fourteen point eight. Moving down, Cam Davis is playing like crap, but I think he's been getting a lot of steam because he's a bomber who can putt. Mm-hmm. Okay, ten point three percent. Hank Lebiota played well last week. Uh, he's at eleven point three. Other than that, though, a lot of Ownership between like five and ten percent here. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, not a whole, a lot, there's not a lot of whole chalk this week. No, but there there is a lot of guys in this range that kind of have the cheat code of accurate, decent yeah. with their wedges and can putt. So we'll try and identify some guys or under ten percent that maybe you can go to other than those guys. And then under seven thousand dollars, it's like Joseph Bramlett. 
is popular. Henry Norlander's po- got some popular. Oh, Satoshi Gadaira. Yeah. Set He's he is on a absolute putting tear. Yeah. And it's like four tournaments in a row now where he's getting like a shot and a half around putting. Can he go five? That's the million dollar question. Literally. So we'll see about that. Other than that, though, it's a little dirt. You know, it's a lot of dirt down here. So that's it. Why don't we get to the ranges? All right. Well, listen, before we get to the ranges, uh, listen, WinBet is bringing you the action of real sports betting with the Win Las Vegas experience. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports games. Generous promo codes, odds, and parlays are happening right now at WinBet. Get started today and you'll receive a special offer for up to a $500 risk-free sports bet. Terms and conditions do apply, so go get the details at wynnbet.com. So, you know, basically on their outrights right now, I mean, I would say... I've seen Kokrek steam down to about 20 to 22. You can still go get him at 25 to one over there. That's probably your, your, your best bet for picking something on a win bet. So let's get there, to the yep. tips. Yeah. That's, that's a very good price on win bet. Yeah. Okay. So let's go to 10,000 hour range. So as we kind of mentioned earlier, we got Bryson DeChambeau at 11, four, we got Patrick Reed at 10, nine Webb Simpson at 10, six and Matsuyama 10, four and Will Zalatoris $10,000. And listen, like I have nothing new to add about Bryson and Patrick Reed. I basically just covered all the main talking points. When we talked about yep. the ownership. If you want to play chalk for them, that's fine. I think there's plenty of opportunities to go contrary to other, other places. So I think really comes down to the other three here, as far as if you don't want to pay up for those guys and, but you but, you know, you still want somebody who's going to be successful. I mean, for me, it's going to be Webb. I know you don't like him, but there has been thing, a couple things that have been going on the last couple of months that have, you know, been an issue with him. So he had the neck injury at Quail Hollow, so he withdrew. Uh-huh. Apparently, he had a bout with a flu around the time of the U.S. Open. Okay. So, and that wasn't really a good U.S. track for him, anyways. No, definitely not. It's just definitely not yeah. a good Simpson track. But so, but now we're on a track that is a Webb Simpson track. Short. Can be accurate, good with his wedges, and get high with a putter. Um, I like him better than Hideki Matsuyama and Zalatoris, who consistently lose strokes putting. I worry about their ceiling, especially Will Zalatoris. Like he hasn't been very good lately either. Like it seems like he might be hitting kind of the rookie wall, yeah. and he's not a very good putter in general, just because a he uses arm lock, so we know he struggles. Yeah. That was something that was really like bad in college too, and now he's been awful lately. So, like, a lot of people are trying to call their shot with him winning this week. I don't see it at all. I don't think this is his track. So, for me, I'm picking Webb all day over those two. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I definitely get the argument for it. Um, I was excited to bet Will Z when I saw he was still in the field, you know. Uh, but then he got, like we talked about, Antichrist. It's a wrap. Right. Like, uh, that's it. Like, that shit is real. So, um, yeah, and you're right. He, he doesn't plot. He didn't make a birdie all of U.S. Open. Is that right? I think so. Yeah. Right. Didn't make. Yeah, a birdie. I mean, he, he hit the ball great, but he right. lost it all the putter. Yeah. And so, like, like we talked about off the jump, right? Like, we, you have to be able to picture your guy gaining what at least three strokes putting at least. Yeah. And if you're gonna pay ten thousand dollars, you need him. Yeah. You're expecting top five finish. And I worry about the ceiling. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. But I just don't like Webb, man. Like as somebody who backed him at the players, backed him at uh, the other. Why can't I never remember the goddamn name of the Florida course? Um, uh, core, core. No, the yeah, oh, concession. 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 Like I, I put money down on a Saturday night. I was like, all he's going to do is go out and putt. Guy would couldn't 
couldn't convert putting like he didn't look good with his irons. And I don't know, man, talk about a neck injury and a flu air quotes, like, like I get us on his track anyway, but I don't know, man, like, like at, at that price, like I, in reality, I, I'm probably, if I'm doing 20 lineups, I might have two lineups with one guy in this range. And I guess it would have to be, I guess it would have to be Bryson. Can we be fully transparent, by the way, with your take? Yeah. You're in the bag for Jason Kokrak. Oh, yeah. So you're yeah. not play, so you're not playing any of these guys anyways. No. So, I mean, I, 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 really, I, might, I might throw like, uh, what, 10% Bryson in if I do 20 laps this weekend. Okay. So, you know what I mean? Like 10. But I, I, like, I really I just don't trust Webb. Like my eyes tell me I don't, I don't trust him. I know it's his type of track. I know he's good on Donald Ross courses. Like I get it. Like I understand the take and I could be 100% wrong, but that's just how I feel. So um, that's it. I'm just making my stand. Okay. All right. I mean, for me, I think it's it's Simpson and Reed. I mean, I'm I'm just I I'm not I'm not gonna have anything on Bryson this week. Yeah. Like no DFS. I I didn't like any of the matchups he's in either because yes, he can beat Hideki, but he's minus one fifty five. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not paying juice for a top ten, not paying seven fifty for the win. Like so it just yeah. let me tell you something I heard on I don't know, something I was listening to or read on Twitter. They were talking to Patrick Reed. Uh, about like, hey man, how do you stay focused when you grind and grind and grind and grind on all these courses? And he's like, honestly, man, like right now I'm in kind of a fog. You know, I just played, flew back home, saw the kids, got back on the flight, went to Hatford, went back home, flew. Like, I didn't like the comments. Okay, about, so maybe he's thinking about the maybe he's thinking about the open then, because he yeah. definitely can, he definitely can win Royal St George in a couple weeks. Yeah, so I'm thinking I'm thinking he's played a lot. He's in a little fog right now. Uh, I think that's that's where I'm at. On all right, like, then you know what? Thank you for being my social media liaison. <laughs> when I'm not on there. Then Webb is my only play in this range. Okay. So okay. Okay. I all think right. that's basically a wrap for. Everybody. Yep, that's the wrap for that one. All right, so nine K range. Uh, we got we start with Neiman, who's the highest price guy here, which is kind of odd. Right. Like, I don't know. I mean, you have two time winner, Jason Kokrak, uh, <laughs> right below him at three hundred dollars less. You got a disaster uh, waiting to happen in Sanjay, uh, Bubba, 92, Matt Wolf, and then Keegan. Like this range. I don't like this fucking range either. <laughs> like, if I'm being honest, and it just might be price point stuff where my brain can't get around. I usually do pretty well at being able to be like, all right, whatever. Like, I can pay this price for it based on this field. Um I think Neiman is overpriced. Uh, he shouldn't be above Kokrak. He just shouldn't. Like I, I get what he, I know he got a top five here. Um, I mean, whatever, man. Like he, he got a miscut at U.S. Open. Oh no, he didn't. Never mind. T thirty one at U.S. Open, thirty six cut, fifty thirty. Like I don't know. This is one of the volatile guys that I can't actually picture doing what we talked about. Like all of a sudden, his putter goes and, and we're good to go. Uh, but nine eight hundred seems like a lot. I'm on Kokrak. Uh, obviously we talked about it. Like I, I feel like he fits the course. Like he's somebody who I can picture getting hot with a putter. He used to be a shitty putter. Now he is a consistently good putter. Uh, he sucks around the green. Guess what? Don't need him to be good around the fucking green this week. I need him to bomb it off the tee and get a wedge in and putt. So I like him at 9,500. My money's already shipped uh, for for betting. So uh, I'm just gonna. It does make me nervous that he's over 20. percent I feel like I feel like last time he was over twenty percent, he burned everybody too. Uh, uh, and and he's everybody's pick this week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever it is, what it is. The um, you know, 
Uh, Sanjay, uh, no, like just no, like uh, especially on a course like this where, like we talk about, it, like we see, like okay, it's starting to come together, starting to come together, and then he fucking does something ridiculous on a Saturday or a Sunday, and if the winning score is gonna be minus twenty three, you can't, you can't do a Sunjay Saturday, right? You just can't, like, or you're not gonna win. Um, Bubba, I don't think it fits him at all. Um, Obviously, I don't care what he sounded great after um, after Sunday. And he literally said he puked all over himself, but he put himself in contention. He felt good. Um, you know, all he's going to do that every week. So I do like his mentality on that, but I, I don't think he's going to bounce back as easy as what he said to the press. I need more from Matthew Wolf. Um, looked like shit again last week. I know it looked fine at the U.S. Open, but nope, I'm out. Uh, and then Keegan. Uh, no, I just I have to quit Keegan. That's it. So that's my own personal take. I have to quit Keegan. Okay. So the I only just, literally the only person I like is Go Crack. Yeah, just by process of elimination then. Yeah. All right. I mean, I'm not going to spend a lot of time jogging my Jason Kogar I have nothing else to add. Yeah. So if he you want to play is. him, you need to diversify. Uh, spoiler alert, I have a top 10 bet on him because I don't think, in my mind, three-time winner <laughs> this year, Jason Kokrak. So. Um, how do I want to put this? I'm fighting the urge not to relapse. No, man, you can't go back to Sanjay, dude. You know, you listen. Well, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about both him and Neiman. Oh, listen, I'd be, I, listen, I'd, I, listen, I'll give and, you. And maybe this is a call to my sponsor right here. Yeah, listen, to here's talk me off the ledge. Yeah, so here's the deal. Uh, no on Sanjay. You know I'm 100% right with that. Like, he will look good on Thursday, look good on Friday. He'll post two two low rounds, and then he will go out and make some terrible decision where even if he shoots fucking even or minus two on a course like this, it's a wrap. Like, you, you're not going to win. No, no on Sanjay. With Neiman, I mean, I can see it. <sighs> so I would rather you play, like... I'd rather you do cocaine than heroin. How's that? I'd rather you do Neiman than him. All right. At least, at least, at least Neiman's an upper, not a, I want to go kill myself after playing fucking him. Okay. No, no him, but like, right. I'm fine. Right. I'm fine with Neiman. I, I hate his. I, I, so here's the deal. Like I, I, I was dicking around with the thought of taking him outright. The number's way too fucking short. So he'll probably be in some of my DFS stuff too. Um, okay. But he's, cause he's another one who just sucks around the green. Everything else looks fine. Yeah, I mean, I, I think this is the take. If you have not been burned continuously like I have on both these guys, yeah, like I, I'm not I'm not a, f- a fair person to judge here. <laughs> there are there is a world where a Neiman and a Sung Jim can play well this week. I mean, with Neiman, the Neiman ball numbers look great. The scrambling's awful. There are big putting numbers that he's capable of doing. And he's good at these types of tracks. Now, he wasn't very good last week, and I was high on him last week. Was I a week early? I don't know. So I probably will not be going back to him. If you want to fade the fact that I'm not going back to him when I was on him last week, go right ahead. And then with Sungjae, the guy puts in the fairway a lot. Uh And the putting numbers, he does have good numbers there. The iron play has been a little better of the last 16 rounds. He does play these types of course as well, but I am not going to play him because I made a commitment to you and yes. everybody. Yes. Do want. not, do not fucking play. But just, you're going to be so I'm, mad. You're going to be so mad on Friday when he's looking good, but you're going to be about, so thankful. How, how about this? I'm going to monitor both our outright numbers, but I'm just going to monitor. That's it. Okay. Okay. As far as the other three, th- this is not a Bubba track at all. You nailed it. So Bubba is good at places where he hit, 
the fact he can curve the ball both ways works to his advantage. This is a dead straight golf course. He can't hit a straight ball for his life. No. Like, what's he going to do? Like, is he going to like send it like 40 yards over the trees and hook it back to the fairway? Like that does, that shit doesn't work here. No. I mean, first of all, there's trees right next to the tee box. He can't do that. So, I mean, I think he's missed the cut twice in two, <laughs> in two, two tournaments here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, he might make the cut, but, uh, no, this is not his place. Same thing with Ke- same thing with Keegan, like we talked about up up top there with Matsuyama and Zalatoris. I just don't have faith in what his ceiling is with that putter. So could he ball strike his way to a top twenty finish? Sure. Do I not want to take that chance? No, I don't want to take that chance. Right. And then Matthew Wolf, I just I don't know what to do with him. Yeah. Um, that's probably an area I'm just going to watch from the sidelines and see what happens. So, um, in full disclosure, for DFS, I'm probably not playing any of these guys just based on my builds. Uh, there was a lot of guys in the eights and sevens I liked. I kind of skipped over this range, especially the yeah. fact that like Jason Kokrak is so popular. It was kind of easy for me to get off him at that point. Okay. So, yeah, that's from a DFS perspective. I'm not playing any of these guys. All right. Well, that's funny. So you like the AK range. I do. OK, I that's... do. I think I, I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot to work with there. All right. Well, all right. Well, listen, before we break that one down, listen, Brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app and buy and sell sports bet. Find the best odds on the NBA championship and the Stanley Cup futures when you buy directly from other bettors on PropSwap. See a ticket you like, but think the price is too high. Submit a bid for the price you think is fair, then go buy it. Every ticket purchased on PropSwap can be resold at any time with one click of a button. And PropSwap gives you a suggested price tool to let you know how much your ticket is worth. Last week, a prop prop swap customer sold a hundred dollar one seventy five to one Atlanta Hawks to win the Eastern Conference ticket for sixty two hundred bucks. After the Hawks went up one zero on Milwaukee, <laughs> that's nice play on him. Uh, with prop swap, your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money; it just needs to improve. Think of it like the stock market, but for sports betting. Use promo code SGB on your first deposit. And receive up to five hundred dollars in bonus cap. So go to PropSwap.com or download PropSwap app today. I wish PropSwap uh, was legal in Florida for that friggin' speed ticket I was trying to sell. <laughs> you probably would made pretty good money on that. I would have too. You, you, yeah. you talked me out of it, but honestly, if it was legal, I don't know if you could have talked me out of it. No, no. it was what fifty-one on speed to win the Masters, it, yeah. just for the rush of it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, didn't he finish like second anyways or third? He would have been. Like, yeah, you would have been having a heart attack on Sunday, especially after like Hideki. I was, all, I was already irritated. Like, I'm like, I'm already doing that regardless. I might as well have hedged. Ugh, yeah, anyway. you, you, you're irritated after a ticket that lost like three months ago. <laughs> yeah. Hi, yeah. I'm Chris. Have we met? That's true. <laughs> yeah. All, All right. right. AK like, range. So, so, yeah. Yeah. Take the AK range. You're going to have to. So if you I'm like su- this range, I'm, I'm curious. Surprised. I'm surprised uh, you don't like a lot of this range. I'm curious. I think there's a lot to work with. Maybe just the fact that I'm, I'm taking a different approach maybe than you. Yeah, maybe. It could be. Okay. All right. So let's just start, start with it. I understand Kevin Kisner had a molten hot Sunday, but I've been looking at these leaderboards and like, how guys been trending coming into these top tens and the rocket mortgage and they all right. We're riding hot putters coming in. So Kevin Kisner fits the bill for me. Accurate, good wedge player. Great putter check. I mean, Max Homa kind of fits the same bill too. I know he's a little popular, but again, like he's been in his irons good. He can get hot with the putter. That's fine. If you want to talk about a poor man's Bryson like strategy, Garrett Higgins, your man bombs it off. The tee is one of the best putters in this field. Fire me. Cameron Tringali also can do kind of similar things. He's long off the tee, decent iron player, and can get hot with a putter. And this is a rinky-dink BS event that Cameron Tringali probably would end up winning for his first win. 
So, I mean, even if you want to do like, if you want to make the argument about like, all right, why well, I still want to load up on ball strikers. Well, I can get Gary Woodland at like $1,800 less than Matsuyama and Zalas Horace. Why not? I just go to them. Like even like and you're, I know you're going to roll with your eyes. <laughs> I mean, this is kind of a Ricky track, right? No short in pot. Well, the putter is still there. He still is hitting his irons. Okay. Like, yeah. And he's what? 6% owned. You yeah. liked them last week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But so that was like, I don't know. I think that was a, like a reality check. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, I think I got to, I got to wait for myself. He still and, has, and it, he, he still yeah, but has it in him. Yeah, fine. But he's, he's around the green. Good. You know what I mean? Like, he, like, and that's what I feel like I don't need this week. Like his irons have not been sharp. He hasn't been, he's been putting better, but still not. I mean, like, he's been good from the shorter ranges. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to no. I'm going to hard pass on Ricky this week again. Okay. I mean, I, I I just name five guys in this, or one, two, four, three, four, five, six, five. six guys in this range I like. I missed one. Yeah, Ricky, Gary, Woodland, oh, Ricky, Kisner, yeah, okay. Homa, Higo, Tringali. I think so, all those are fine options. You can mix and match. Yeah, so I love Homa this week. Um, I do, and, and it's just because he's he's the type of guy who I can see going nuclear or with his with his putter, long off the tee, good iron player, sucks around the green. Apparently, that's my trend this week. Sucks around the green. I don't care about. Um, well, then Garrick Higo should be your man too. So, I, so I, that's somebody who I need more info on, man. Like, I don't fucking know really what this guy does. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, like. He, All right, he, let, let me t- let me tell he you. Backdoor, he, he backdoored Paul Meadow right when everybody else melted down. Okay, let me tell you the last sixteen rounds, and this is probably gonna convince you. Ready? Okay, ready. Gain about he's gained point five six strokes off the tee. Okay. Gained point three five strokes with his approach. He's losing a quarter quarter stroke per round around the green, and he's gaining 0.8 strokes with his putting. Okay. There you go. Right. Yeah. I know. I see that smile. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Th- th- yeah. This is me manually inputting European tour data going all the way back to last fall, giving you this info. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. yeah. He like it, it, the iron play has been. I, I think the Euro stuff has to be a lie. Because he's been hitting his irons really good over here. He's always been really good off the tee. He's been always really good with his putter. Okay. So he's basically poor man's Joaquin Neiman at this point. Okay. With a win under his with belt. With a win. Recently. Yeah, with a win. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's and $1,500 less. Yeah, I'm all about that. But yeah, so whatever. Hoffa withdrew. No one's playing fucking Jason Day. I already told you that. Woodland, I could probably get behind. I feel like that's more of a bet. Than a DFS lineup for me. I don't buy kids, whatever. He hung around and just went fucking like Will Ferrell, old school blackout with his putter on Sunday. Um, why, why can't he do it again? I don't know, man. I don't know. I, he's just been so bad. I mean, he did find a little bit of the ball striking last week. Mm, I don't, I don't think I'm there yet, man. Okay. And, and you know me, I like, and I like kids. I, I do like, I, I, he's I only usually, 10% owned. I know. I mean, we're good here. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll maybe I'll do a little more and, and do right. a little more. But right now, right. Can, I, can I say one more thing about Gary Woodland? By the way, yeah, so I mean, I I I like him from the standpoint of he's a really a ball striker who can't really putt. So if I kind of want to go with that angle and hope he finds something with the flat stick, I'd rather go with him than like a Matsuyama or Zalatoris. I'm worried about his ceiling though. Like I don't think he can get to minus twenty three and win this thing. No, nah, but finish top. Do I think he finished top fifteen? Yes, yeah. and at eighty six hundred dollars, that's an acceptable result. So yeah, that's that's fine for me. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with that. Like, I, I was thinking it would have been more of a top 20, top top 10. So, yeah. same, same, same thought process. Yeah, uh, if Worthing shoots, if he goes on his T17 this week, you're fine with that as yeah. price point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about Grio? I think the bubble bursts on the putter. You think so? I think so. Okay. I think it's finally going to come down. Okay. And I just, I, I can't do Tringali. I know. I know that. I mean, this is another guy I swore off that I'm. He's come really close to winning the last seven months, and yeah. this seems like a track where I mean, he hit the ball really good last week and he didn't putt very well. And his short term and long term putting numbers are actually really good. Yeah. So I think that can bounce back if the ball striking, because that's what's been bugging him lately. If that's actually back. Yeah. yeah he can make some noise at this track and he's been very good here. Okay. So, but right. the ownership, I, the ownership isn't great, but his outright price is kind of tempting. It's okay. Yeah. His outright price is all right. Um, I think I'd probably be more comfortable with the top 10. Though. Okay. All right. That's all I got for $8,000 range. All right. 7k range is way too fucking many to run through. So, uh, uh, we'll, we'll hit on, I know well, I'm going to hit on one of them anyway. Um, I'll double check the slide to see if anybody else asked anything else, but, um, I really like Snedeker this week. Uh, it's good on, good on a Ross track. There's a guy who I can absolutely picture going four or five over uh, strokes gain with putting, right? Um, I saw some weird stat that he's in like the top 10 and par five scoring too, by the way. Yeah, yeah pretty shocking though, right? That's pretty shocking. Um, so so I think Snedeker uh, with this type of track. Um, yeah, I mean, man, I think maybe we were just a little early on him a couple of weeks ago. Um, I like his, I like McNeely right below, another guy who I feel like can get hot with the putter. Um, I think he won a matchup for me last week. Um, his approach worries me a little bit, but he's really strong off the tee, and I feel like he's his putter been a little better with his iron numbers lately. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. he's in the he's in the positive now. Okay, well that's good. Uh, and yeah, I mean. <sighs> He puts really well on Poa too, right? That's his best. That's his, is this is is this a mixed Poa? Well, yeah, this is not West Coast Poa. This is Ben Poa mix. So this okay. is like this is exactly the same green type as the Travelers last week. Okay, okay, whatever. He gained he gained over three strokes putting last yeah, week. So fine. yeah, I'm fine with it. Um, yeah, and his his approach was pretty bad last week, uh, but his off the tee was good. And around the green, I don't give a fuck about this week. Um, so whatever, man. Like uh, I think. I'm literally, I mean, look, man, we're down in the $7,000 range. Like we're, I don't think McNeil is going to win it, but I need somebody who can get through the weekend and, and can score. Right. Um, are you going to talk about Svaka? I mean, he's popular. I got nothing else to add that no one, everyone hasn't already said. Like, yes. I, don't, I don't, at this point, we're one of the last shows to come out yeah, of this stuff. I don't see everything that I'm going to say about Svaka, the fact that he's a longer hitter that can putt yeah. and he's done well here. Like you've already heard it. I don't think there's any analysis to it. Okay, fair enough. Um, and so, uh, whatever. I'm fine. I'm fine with playing Straka. I don't. I'm definitely uh, like I'm definitely betting him on a certain thing, um, on a certain bet. <laughs> but other than that, uh, what about Chris Kirk? What about your boy Kirk? He's been ice cold with the putter. Yeah, uh, I know. Yeah, and like, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. He well, has been, he has been hitting his irons very good lately. He has been putting it very well. I was tempted, but I think I'm going to pass. Okay. Well, Luke listed me a favor by withdrawing, so I didn't bet or play him. Uh, but I am going to play uh, Muniz. I swear, I know I'm jacking his name every okay. time I say it. Yeah, I mean, that's a guy who can absolutely gain like six strokes on the field putting, right? Um, he's fine off the tee. He can putt. 
terrible around the green. I I don't even know how he missed the cut at either Travelers or the U.S. Open. I feel like I saw him on the first page of the second page of the leaderboard on Thursday. And then I don't know if he melted down on Friday or what, but I went to go look and I was like, oh, let's go see. What, wait, he missed the cut on both of those? Um, yeah, so I'm, like, I'm, fine with, I'm fine with Munez. Um, I'm going to pass on Cam Davis. You know me. I, I played him in the past. When the fuck was the last time we even saw him? Memorial when he got cut? I think so. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm going to pass, especially 10.5%. We haven't seen him in a minute. Um, and I'm thinking I'm going to fade Lebiota, but I'm going to let you probably talk me out of that. No, I still like Lebiota this week. That's why I said I'm thinking about fading him. I'm going to let you talk me out of it. I mean, I think for DFS, yeah, like his ownership is really high. Like, yeah. I'd rather, like, I got Lebiota at like a plus 650 for a top 20. I'd rather just do that. Yeah, okay. So. Yeah, it, 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 I mean, I think at this point, everybody above 10%, just fade them. Because there's a lot of guys under 10 that I like that I yeah. think can do well in a putting cast. So like, for example, Brant Snedeker, like you mm. said. Maybe we're a little early. He's been hitting his irons okay. He's a good putter. He's good on these types of tracks. You know, Alex Noren, the ball striking numbers look horrific, but he's good on these types of tracks, and he is an excellent putter. He can definitely get hot and finish top 20 in this event. Same thing with a Pat Perez. Like, he's actually a little better ball striker than Alex Noren. You know, he can do some damage. Ryan Armour, really accurate, good with his wedges, good putter, good course history here. Fine with that. Danny Willett, kind of the same thing. Like, yeah, the ball striking numbers don't aren't that great on paper, but he tends to do well these types of places. Isn't Willett coming back from, like, a – Something, something fucked no. up happened to him, right? No, he wasn't. He wait, tell me, like playing in Europe or something? Yeah, I think he was like in a hospital or something. Is he? I didn't know that. I think so. Well, let me check. You go ahead, okay. keep going. All right. I mean, I, I said, uh, I think to you on Sunday or Monday, I really like Mark Harper this week. Like, if there's a guy that <laughs> checks a lot that. of boxes for me at like $7,300, which is kind of scary, it's Mark Hubbard. He's accurate, good with his wedges, great putter. And he's been pretty good here in his one appearance. So, I mean, I think he played, he's been close. I think he played well a couple of years ago at Houston or something like that. Like, he's been in the mix it a couple of times. Okay. I like him. I mean, if you like Grio, you kind of got to like Russell Knox too, right? They do a little bit of the same things. And Knox has been actually in the positive with his putter, like Grio now yeah. in the short term. Scary though, man. Sweat. I feel, I, like, I feel I, like I've lost a lot of money on Knox. Like I'm gun shy on him. Like I, right, well, I feel like I've played him a lot. Yeah. Uh, and then one guy I, I haven't heard anything about, and I, I kind of like him, Andrew Putnam. You know, he quietly hit a T13 last week of the Travelers. He hit the ball great. You know, he's a guy who again can win a putting contest. Like I think maybe the fact that he was so bad last year in this event that's scaring people off, and maybe people didn't realize that. He actually played last week pretty well. He's been hitting his irons really good lately, too. He's gained like 0.7 strokes per round with his irons the last 16 rounds. I, I kind of like him at 7,100 bucks. Okay. So, but yeah, like, I mean, we mentioned a lot of guys that just like the formula is like if they're fairly, if they don't get in too much trouble off the tee and then just get supernova with their putter, which is, yeah, it's going to be a very volatile golfer this week. A lot of those guys I mentioned are probably going to bust, but yeah. that's a pretty high upside, too. And you yeah, might exactly. get lucky hitting on a couple of them. Yeah, fuck yeah. And so, yeah, Willett on June 8th, so 21 days ago, had appendicitis. Operation went well. Also oh, that's, that's nothing. Also removed a hernia. Okay, that, okay that's something. 
And then adding it to the fact that he had COVID in March, a wisdom tooth out in April. And he says, all in all, been a great year. So at least he's got a sense of humor about it. Okay. Maybe I'll pass on Danny Willett then. Okay. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They kind of say this thing. Like I had that as a kid and that's when they, they actually ripped me open for that. This nice. is just like a little tiny scar now. Because the, they, they just laser it out. Yeah, it's because we're old and they didn't have that shit back then. No, they didn't. They had to take a, a butcher's knife to the five-year-old kid. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like sounds like you've uh, coped with that pretty well. Um, oh yeah, I mean, my parents didn't believe that I was in cr- a lot of pain, and you know, it, it took me being uh, on the floor of the bathroom. I couldn't walk out of it. They're like, okay, maybe we'll take you to the hospital after day three. Oh yeah, his penny's about to burst. Sorry, mom and dad. Well, listen, listen. Love at least you. they they brought you before it burst. They knew how long, and I'm sure you, like every other child, embellishes everything. And is like, oh, my oh, stomach. Oh, no, that was not embellished. Well, no, that I know was that was the worst pain I've ever experienced. Oh, I can imagine. Like, yeah. yeah, I've never had. I've never had it. That hurts. No, I, I definitely have not had that. Yeah, so. which is good now because if my daughter ever complains about you know a pain by her hip on her right side, yeah, we're, I'm like, yeah, we're taking you to the hospital because you probably have appendicitis. Yeah, what's funny is my eight year old did that, and uh, I know that's the thing. And I was like, shit, like how long do I wait? You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, yeah, try try to eat a tums, like let's see if that helps. And like usually the tums will help, but I, every time I'm like, all right, I right, can't let the appendix burst. I gotta fucking make sure that. <laughs> but she's a everything hurts and. It's all crying, and she's my little sensitive flower, and uh, and so it's like, all right, I got to take it with caution. But I also am afraid your appendix is going to burst. That's funny. That's the first, and mine never even burst, and I'm still gun. I'm like, all right, is that going to happen? Like, what's going on? Don't want to cater to you. Don't want to kill my kid. You yeah. know, it's a it's a delicate balance. It's a there. delicate balance, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You want to, you want to touch on anybody in the six K range? <sighs> no. All right, fine. I mean, no, I mean, no, there's guys. I mean, yeah, I was, was going to ask you about uh, something. All right. So Rich, Richie Wierenski has missed three straight cuts, but these types of tracks kind of fit him. Like he is fairly accurate. He's a good wedge player and decent putter. That could work. Okay. Um, You know, you got Vaughn Taylor, but 6,600 bucks, kind of the same thing. He hit the wop ball pretty well. I think at Travelers last or whatever his last start was, he hit the ball really well, but didn't putt very well. He's a guy who tends to gain a lot of strokes putting in general. That can bounce back. He tends to do pretty well at these types of tracks, too. You know, same thing with Danny McCarthy, because he just gets really lights out with a putter. Like, putter. anytime it's a putting contest, you know, I'm in on that. I mean, we can go back to your boy Rob Oppenheim. Yep. He's not getting in too much trouble off the tee. He's a good putter. That might just work this week. But, I mean, I don't know. I think just down here, you're fading the most popular players who are, like, between 8 and 10%. And going with that. But I mean, with a lot of my builds, just because I skipped over the $9,000 range, I did not need to dip under seven this week. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I like, so I know uh, Paul, you wanted to talk about McCarthy, who I, uh, who I like to, especially if it's going to, it can turn into a putting contest. Listen, I like it, but it doesn't mean it's going to happen. Right. But that is a guy who can live. Uh, what do you think about long? What do you think about Adam long? He's been really bad. I know. Like, like his ball stri- striking is horrendous. That bad. Yeah, he he's lost over his last 16 rounds. He's losing a shot and a half per round to green. Christ have mercy. And most of it is with his irons. Okay. Over a stroke with his irons. All right. That might be just leave on the table. All so right. why did so why what made you what caught your eye with him then? Just is the it his potting pot, numbers? Just the potting numbers. And the fact and he's, he's, and he's, and really, fact he's accurate. He, and he, but he's really good on poet too. Yeah, right. I, I know it's a mix. I know it's I know it's a mix. Fine. Okay, I get it. 
But listen, down here, I'm looking for fucking anything, right? <laughs> so, and to be fair, we talked pregame and I forgot about uh, Oppenheim. So I'll probably just shift him. Okay. <laughs> so that, that'll, that'll probably be how that goes. All right. Uh, I mean, I, I understand why Joseph Bramlett's popular. The ball string numbers look great. Yeah. Like, he can't put a lick, though. So I think that's a big red warning sign. Um, I don't know. Do you like your boy Harry Higgs? No. 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 Australian like numbers are too bad? Very bad. Okay. Uh, how about Vincent Whaley? I think everybody's off him now. I know. So I almost wanted to pivot back to him because of that. Okay. But I, I already feel like I got some guys that people don't like. But he'll probably make some of mine. Yeah, he'll, he'll okay. probably make five or twenty. Well, I brought Adam Shank, cut maker. You <sighs> see, that, that might be all right. That might be all right. And so I was okay. looking at him, and it's like, I feel like as soon as I said that that's, the dude makes cuts, he missed like fucking three cuts in a row or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like I couldn't. That is like, true. I was like, Jesus Christ, man. Um, but what about Nick Taylor? Yeah, I can yeah. see it. Okay, it's fine. All right. uh, like Andrew, how about Andrew Landry? No, he's a pipsqueak. This is a pipsqueak golf course. Yeah, no, I'm out. All right. All right. Now, I now think, we've already said we've already done. We've said I, I think that's names. about it. Yeah, that's enough. We've said too many yeah. fucking names. Um, all right. Who, you want to just go to Big Short? Is that what we're doing next? Yeah. I mean, I. It's going to be Will Zalatoris. OK. I mean, and, and honestly, it, I was going to short him even before the Anderkurs thing. Like, yeah. I just think that. Like, people are trying to call his shot of winning. And this is a putting contest. And I don't think he's sniffing 20 under. I only he's going to sniff 15 under. So I think, again, I'm just going to go outside top 40. I think he's on the wrong end of all the matchups. I think at $10,000, it does not live up to the price point. Yeah, listen, I, I can definitely get behind that one. All right. So uh, well, listen, before we get to the one and done, uh, I got to make sure everybody heads over to the underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN so you, for your free $25. Um, you can use that free $25 to enter the Best Ball Mania 2. First place in Best Ball Mania 2 gets a million bucks. That's right. Sign up now for free for a free shot at a million dollars. Drafts are happening constantly, and it's not just the NFL. They also have the NBA, MLB, and more. So go to underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN, for your chance to win a million bucks. Boom. All right. Let's do one and done. All right. You want to pull so, up uh, who I have to choose from? <laughs> uh, yeah, let's go through your list first. So, uh, come on, Google. You're being stupid. Okay. So, of the guys in this field, you have used. Man, there's no one. All right. So, you've used Sungjae. You've used Webb. You've no. used Kokrak. Yeah, I know. You've used. There's Big Boy, too, right? Have I used Big Boy? You've I used, used Big Boy. DeShambo, and you've used Reed. So, you've used. Is that right? Everybody over 10,000? Uh, yeah. Except for, except for Zalatoris and Matsuyama. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. All right. So, we're going to take them. I'm going to go. Hmm. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm going to go Neiman. Okay. I'm going to go Neiman. All right. Yep. Um, you don't like him, but I think this is the start of something good for Kevin Kisner. Okay. And I, I like the fact that, I mean, to put up, it's not just the 63 pub Sunday, he put up a 63 on Friday too. So he does have it in him to go really low. And the ball striking was actually in the positive. And I, I'm going to say this. 
this is a side comment too. I okay. saw a 200 to one number on him to win the open. And that's a guy who almost won at Carnoustie. So yeah, I'm, I'm just saying I'm monitoring it. But the fact that he showed a little something last week, if he shows a little something that might pique my interest next for in two weeks. Okay. But for this week, though, he's my one and done pick. I actually think he's he might win this week. So okay. uh, he's my one and done pick. I think he's I think he figured something out. He's finally on tracks that are good for him. And he hasn't made a whole lot of money this year. It's time for him to make some money. All right. So that'll give you right. Because that's why I always like kids is because the dude likes his money. Right. And uh, yeah, but I just I just no, I just don't I don't I don't feel it, man. I don't feel it. Okay. All right. Hey, it's not for everybody. All right. All right. Fair enough. All right. So where do you want to start? Let's start with first round leader. Okay. I mean, it's only two tournaments, but there is a trend. Come on. Give it to me. Uh, starting. Hold on. I want to make sure I got this right. Okay. Uh, I believe it is. Yes, I have it right. Yeah. Uh, so there's been four first round leaders. Uh, in 2019, it was Nate Lashley who shot 63. He yep. started on one. And he was in the AM. Last year, there were three guys who shared the lead at 65. Kevin Kisner started on 10 in the afternoon, but both Doc Redmond, Scott Stallings were started on one and in the AM. Okay. So, yeah, this is a very small sample size. Don't use it for a gospel, but hey, right. three out of four is pretty good for me. I, I would agree with that. So, maybe go, I mean, especially because of the fact that. It is going to be really soft conditions coming in. It might firm up a little bit more during the day, especially with a little more foot traffic. Maybe one in the a.m. is the way to go. Maybe okay. some spring. But there are some really good guys going on in the afternoon. I did notice like the, with the feature groups, Like I think Bryson Reed Webb, I think they're all in the afternoon. <laughs> Yo, so you're not on social media. <laughs> Right. So this was the fucking funniest thing I've seen in a very long time. Oh, is so, it the Ben on thing? The Benny in thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Moonoff shared that in Slack. Oh, did he? Okay. I yeah. never noticed that trend. How funny is that? He was like, no, I fucking didn't ask for it, and I fucking hate it. That's <laughs> guy. awesome. Fucking awesome. I love it. Um, so I've only gotten down on four to five because I didn't have this trend yet. So I don't even – I'll have to check the tea times to see if my – but I went uh, Coke Rack. Uh, Reedy at 80, Straka, because I don't like whatever. He's a guy who hopefully can get out and get moving. I'm pretty sure he won me a first round leader before. Uh, 80 to 1, Norlander, Munez, and then Todd at 66 to 1. I have no idea why I bet Todd at 66. Hey, to he one. gets out of fast starts. Yeah. He's, he's, got, he's another one who's kind of good on these types of tracks, too. All right. You want to top 10 props? You got any? Yeah, I only got two. I got Snedeker at plus 550 and Reedy at plus 750. Okay. Uh, I already mentioned before, um, I don't see Jason Kokrak as three-time winner this year, but I can see top 10. So top. that's my little piece of him this week. I didn't like any of the matchups he was in either. Like, he's a big underdog to Joaquin Neiman in a matchup, but like sometimes in those matchups, it seems like a trap. So I'd rather just, you know, like, if he is going to play well, rose. yeah, if he's going to play well, I'd rather get like plus 250 or top 10 on him. So yeah, that's fun. Yeah, that's, that's the only one I'm on though. I kind of hamper the top 20, um, Props this week. So I got a Garrick Higo at plus 250. I mentioned earlier that, like, you know, he kind of has a lot of that, the formulas that you want, like big hitter. You got really good putter. If he is going to follow that Bryson mold, that's a guy. And then my column came out. I got like 12 guys. I mean, don't bet them all, but there's like 12 guys that you can, like, 
do. So I'll, I'll just say the, the list. So and all of them are above three to one. So Alex Noren, Chez Reavy, Adam Hadwin. I guess we can cross Danny Willett off the list. Um, <laughs> Seamus Power. We didn't talk about him, but he's a late. Oh, we didn't talk. Yeah. Where, where's where's his price at? So on he's DFS? 80 to one outright. Oh, I know. I already have but his. But his top 20 is like plus 400. Yeah, I missed that. So, one. yeah. All right. Like Pat. Wait, Perez. Was, he, was he was he not in the fucking field? Did I just miss no, him? he wasn't. He was an alternate. So but sometimes they'll late at him. No, and so I, not, I no, no Hop. He replaced Hoffman. Yeah, yeah but what was, for DFS, I'm saying. Oh, he's like seventy four hundred bucks. Is he? Fuck, no one to risk it. No, and he's eighty to one to win. So yeah, they, they were they were smart. They priced him properly. All right, so Seamus Power like top twenty plus four hundred. Pat Perez, Troy Merritt's another guy who does well in these types of track. He's a really lights out putter. You know, he's plus four hundred. Ryan Armour, uh, Andrew Putnam, Satoshi Kadira. If you want to think that you know he's gonna. What'd you get? What'd you get Armour at? I got him at three fifty. I have a plus four fifty. Fuck. Yeah. Well, you don't have the. De- I, oh, I, I don't have, have the ties. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I don't have the ties. You don't have dead heat. So. Uh, Von Taylor plus 600, Hank Lebiota plus 700. Okay. So I like all those. I got, so what's funny is I do have Shank at, uh, plus 800. Okay. Like that one. I think I only threw 25 bucks on that one. And then I got Munez at, uh, plus 350. Okay. All right. How about some matchups and, or other props you got? You know what I mean? Nah, nah, the only, the, the only thing I, I'm so gun. I've I literally had such bad first round, like, like, or like, I, I'm not doing it yet. Like I got to dissect. Tonight, tomorrow, I'll put my first round matchups up. Just gunshot. Well, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm. I think you should stop doing first round matchups. Why? Okay, well, I understand you want something to sweat on Thursday. Yeah. You have absolutely no idea how these guys are going to come out of the gates. There's Wild no card. So, first of all, why are you betting a big favorite on Thursday at Lane Lodge just for you don't know what's going to happen? Like, if anything, you should probably be betting just blind bet the underdogs. I hear it. Right. Well, I listen. Uh, last week I got cute. I was drunk. I thought it was free money. It is what it is, right? Listen, this is degenerate mistakes that are going to happen because that's what I am. I'm a degenerate gambler, and that's it. Like okay. it's gonna make it's gonna happen, and I'm not gonna stop betting first round. Like I'm just not because I like it and whatever. I, it's just it's for me. It's almost like okay, so as far as like the whole weekend, there's more time for things to go wrong about how I feel like they're going to come out and shoot. I know it makes no sense, but if I'm right, at least in the first round that I'm good and I can cash, I almost use it to hedge sometimes my first round against my uh, whole round. Yeah, right, I, I take the totally opposite approach. So I feel like although over the course of four rounds, the universe is going to set itself. I don't know. Well, and just, just and I feel like match, if sir. I'm playing a first round matchup, I might as well go to a casino and just pull the slot machine over and over. Yeah. Listen, but I, I don't play slot machines. I yeah, play blackjack. I I, listen, I hear you, but get, you know what I mean? Like, listen, sometimes you just need a little action. And listen, coin flip's fun too, man. The uh, it, it, it's it's a good way to check your gut too. That's it, you know? Um, last two weeks haven't worked out, but most of the time, dude, I run pretty hot with these first-round matchups. But so I actually took a three-ball um, at Homa plus 200 over Wolf and Bubba. Okay. All right. That's the only one you took. That's the only one. Okay. All right. So I got a couple that are across most books, and then I got a couple that are in my column that I'll talk about briefly if you have access to that book. So um, I got Webson's. I, I said I didn't like Rosalatoris this week. Um, I got Webson's in minus 120 over Rosalatoris. I know you don't like Webb. I think Webb is going to be him. And I think in a putting contest, I, I'd rather trust Webb over Rosalatoris. Um, and then I got Doc Redman plus one and a half at not. Crazy juice at minus 120 over Emiliano Grillo. 
So I only need him to keep it within a shot and a half. I know you like Grio. Don't give me that look. No, it's just Redmond makes me nervous. He's, it's he's, only it's only a shot and a half. I know. He's, and I like I happen to like Redmond a lot. I'm not fair and biased on him. All right. So I, listen, I like Redmond too. Like I think I have him on all not, of my years. He's not that popular. His outright price is pretty popular, but like DFS is only twelve percent. Okay. Yeah, I think it's. I think that was okay. I'm, okay, all right, Mister. I like Jason Kokrak twenty four percent this week. <laughs> right, who are you? Who are you to throw stones? Uh, yeah, well, I live in a glass house, so I like to throw stones. My windows are broken, so will yours. There you go. All right. Well, if you don't have access to those books, if if you got um, a couple of the other ones, so in my column, I'll, I'll explain a little bit on the ones I put. So, I mean, another Webb Simpson one I like is just Webb Simpson. Basically, the same prop minus one twenty over Hideki for the same reasons as I like Simpson over Zaltoris. The fact that. If it's a punting contest and it's a wedge fest, I kind of trust Webb Simpson more over Hideki. And I, I think I'm going to hope that he's over all the ailments that he had the last couple months. Um, we didn't talk about Bryce Garnett, and he is one of those guys that is really accurate and like mm. can putt. But like, if you want to talk about putting regression, like he gained 13 and a half strokes putting last week. Did he fucking really? Yeah, that's that is coming down. 13 and a half? Yeah, it was like three and a half per round or something. It was it was like absurd. Oh my god. So. He's matched up against Pat Perez this week in a matchup. I like Pat Perez. You love I, Pat I always Perez. like Pat Perez. You love and Pat my, And Pat Perez is actually technically the underdog in that matchup. So I'm going with him. Okay. And this is a real ugly one. If mm. you are in just a glutton for punishment. Let's go. I may mention that I think this is, I think Ricky can kind of bounce back this week. But he's plus 115 over Siwoo Kim. Who I don't you trust. Son of a bitch. I don't trust Seawood all this week. You? And you know, as the Seawoo, I don't know what to call you, like historian or whatever. But, like Seawoo oh. goes bad for prolonged stretches. Yeah. It's yeah. it's not just one tournament and he's fine. No. So and, and 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 like Ricky's plus money against him. Should be I, I don't know. I mean, this Should one might be, be over money. by I mean, it could be a, a situation where they both miss the cut, but yeah, Ricky fine. just beats him. That's going to be a pillow fight. Yeah, so those are... Siwoo can also just turn it on in a course like this, too. I mean, he could. Okay. All right. I don't don't think he's going to this week. You're going to make me fucking go bet fucking Siwoo Kim just out of spite. Well, I don't think you have access to this book, so it doesn't matter. Good. Well, I don't have it. I don't have access to this book either, so it doesn't matter for me. I'm just saying if you do, and I'm just talking about the ones that were in my column this week. Gotcha. All right, fine. This is hypothetical money that I'm not even betting. It's only... Terrible. All you can do. It's terrible hypothetical money. Terrible. All right. My apologies. <laughs> My apologies. You lose hypothetical money. <laughs> All right. And I got one more prop. Uh, I think Bubba's going to miss the cut. That, no, was like plus, that was plus 200. It's plus 200? Is that what you said? Yeah. Not, probably not in your book, but on my book it was. Yeah, but why? Miss cut, I'm not taking a haircut for the fucking ties. What? Wait, what? <laughs> oh, I know you mean. No, it just I I think I think on your book, I don't think the missed cut routes are. Yeah, they're pretty they're pretty light. They're pretty shitty. So yeah, all right, fair enough. All right, I like I like how you caught up to the to the to it after. Like, oh, now I get it. Haircut. I've been up since three in the morning. I know, okay. I know. He was down with the dwarfs checking in in the mines. Was you know saying hi ho hi ho. Off to work. We uh, all right. Let's go to outrights. All right, let's do it. Uh, want to go first? Yep. I want I want to ask you a question too. Okay. Does that even consider going down this route? What's right. Snedeker's outright price? Uh, it's 80 to 1, sir, and I have it. When is he teeing off? Oh. Uh, 7.35 a.m., but it's at it's on I, 10. So I, have to, so I have to bet that. 
now. All right, I'm adding Snedeker. Yes. Yeah, I didn't have anything else on him. All right. I think that's the play. I like it. All right, so otherwise, so that's going to be one. And then I have five other ones. So I bet Kisner 35 to one. I've already talked enough about him tonight. Um, I don't like this price. I just like the player, and I don't want to miss out when he does win because I think he is going to win eventually. Redmond 55 to one. I hate the price. But at the end of the day, though, once you get about 50 to one, it's just about who you like. Yeah, that's fair. So uh, I got a better price on Maverick McNeely than the rest of the market. I got an 80 to one at the beginning of the week. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. And then a couple bombs. I got Mark Hubbard, 125 to one. I really like Mark Hubbard this week. Uh, I think I was on record saying he was going to win a fall series event. You did. Well, he hasn't won yet, but this is basically a fall series event. Sure. So this could win. And then big bomb, Andrew Putnam, 200 to one. Okay. All right. I like that. And I think all those guys are teeing off in the morning. So I had to get on them. And then I'm, I'm going to, and then I'm going to add a Snedeker 80 to one. Yep. And then there's some guys that I'm just monitoring. Okay. I'm going to see what happens with Webb Simpson's number because he sees off in the afternoon. I saw a 20 on him today. Ooh. I'm going to see what happens with okay. that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see what happens to Tringali's number. He's teeing off in the afternoon. I saw a 50 on him. Maybe that creeps down a little bit based on what happens in the morning. And then I was going to bet, look after like Hadwin or Norin, but I think if I'm going Snedeker, I don't need to bet those guys at 80 to 1 either. I think I'm just going to go with Snedeker at that point. Okay. Like, I don't think Norin and Hadwin are actually going to win this. I think Snedeker, well, That's I know Snedeker has a lot more win equity than those yeah, two. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, and by the way, Siwoo tees off at number one at 8.05. Okay. So bad news. Bad news. Bad news, sir. Now I'm going to go bet on first round later. Um, the, the, uh, all right. So I'm with, obviously I'm with you on Snedeker. I told you it was 81. Uh, I'm on Coke Rack at 25 to 1. I grabbed Homa at, at 70 to 1, uh, Monday morning. Um, and then uh, as soon as Seamus Power was <laughs> introduced to the field, I went and grabbed him. He was uh, 100 to 1 when I grabbed him. Um, yeah, whatever. Listen, like, he actually has been playing really well. He played well here. And once again, his name is Seamus Power. I, it's a disservice to my people if I don't bet and back him. Uh, and then I'm on Armor at 125 to 1 and Munez at 125 to 1. Okay. All right. I am actually staring at a 100 to 1 on Snedeker. And oh, click. Of a bitch. Really? That's, yes. What the fuck book was that? Uh, we don't need to talk about it. Fine. Whatever. It's garbage. <laughs> You're just you're just bitter. Fuck yeah, of course I'm bitter. I fucking I was like I was like all right. Well, I was like the price certainly isn't going to get worse. It'll get better. Like and it's just it's still hanging to eighty at mine. And fuck the other my other local is probably fucking fifty to one. I mean, I think every one of your local is like forty to one. Oh god, dude, this fuck it's a nightmare. Like it really is. <laughs> like I can't even. Like I don't even like. I'm like all right, fuck it. I guess I'll just fucking deposit. Fucking. All right. Yes. All right. So, couple housekeeping notes on the yep. show. Uh, I mean, I think I think I'm springing on you right now. So next Sunday is the Fourth of July. We're re- going to be recording the, on that Monday. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. yeah we're not doing that. Um, and then in reality, yeah. we could, we just do one show that week, really, because we're we're no, not even we're covering. Gonna, no, we're going to do. We're not even covering deer. We're not even covering deer. We're doing. Yeah, the we're going to do the Scottish show. Oh, okay. Well, that was the next thing. So. We're not covering the John Deere. And I know everybody says the fifth major, and it's it's an okay golf course. I, I'm just going to say it. Fuck the John Deere. The John Deere sucks. 
It's the worst tournament of the year. I'm not afraid to say it. It's a crappy field. So it's even worse than all the other ones before major. Cause at least like some guys go there and you kind of see like how they're doing and like they can build to the major. No one is going to be in this field. No one that matters is going to be in the John Deere that is going to go and play in the open. I understand Molinari played the John Deere and then ended up winning uh, the next week. I understand Spieth won in 15 and almost won John Deere. Trust me. No one is going to be playing the John Deere who matters and is going to go play the open. So you know what we're going to do instead? We're going to get you guys in the Lynx mindset. We're going to get you guys in like a little zone where you start thinking about the open championship, start caring about some of the Euro players over there, and it's a stack field too for the Scottish Open. So we're going over and doing the Euro Tour, and I'm actually really looking forward to you breaking down that 7,000-hour tier because it's going to be 80% of golfers. You have no idea who they are, and you're going to be basing your picks based on who they look like. Fuck yeah, dude. Listen, I'll be like my wife when she picks fucking football bets. What's their uniform look like? Yeah, that that one. And then she'll end up fucking. Then, you know what? I, watch watch what will happen. And same way the wives do always do good at, at the football pools. That's yeah. Just, so, man. right. So next Monday, I'll have uh, all your intel on the Renaissance Club. A, uh, oh, a Tom Doak design over in Ooh, Scotland. Okay. Yeah. He did so. He did Memorial Park over here. He's one of the minimalists. Oh, he did a great job of this place. Right. So uh, I'll have all the intel on the course. I'll have course history, just in general, how like European golf kind of is different from American golf. What you want to look for, and we'll go from there. All right, I like it. So Steve definitely does not think your tractor is sexy, and we will be fucking going off to Scotland next week. I like it. I like it. All right, man. Well, listen, uh, you guys know where to find me, uh, Boston underscore Capper on Twitter. Go read all of Steve's fucking articles. Click on the link to join our Slack family. Uh, lots of fun. Uh, and, uh, yeah, other than that, let's go break them fucking books again, boys.